and be standing. We're, we're going to go straight to the Word of God as is custom. Amen. We're going to um, take your Bibles, your holy Bibles, or your holy tablets, or iPhones, or Android phones, and go with me to the letter of 1 Peter, chapter 2, verse 11. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. Someone said that the word is hidden in his heart. Praise the Lord. First Peter chapter 2 verse 11. And the word of God reads thus. It says, Beloved, I beg you as sojourners or travelers and pilgrims, abstain from, from fleshly lusts which war against the soul. We'll read that again. Beloved, I beg you. Look at your neighbor and say, I beg you. Because you're a traveler, because you're a mover, because you're a pilgrim, abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul. Let's pray. Father, in the matchless, wonderful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we present ourselves to you, Father God, as children of the living God. And as we're gathered around your word, we pray by the Spirit of the living God that you will just speak, Lord, intimately. Father God, personally to our lives and to our hearts, for the kingdom of heaven is within us, Heavenly Father. May it, may it be nurtured and grow and become even more effective and influential, not just in our lives, but for our lives. We pray for divine inspiration. Holy Spirit, overshadow every man, woman, and child in this place, we pray. And as a hen nestles over her egg, may you nestle over us, Heavenly Father, and bring forth that which needs to come forth to, to your honor and to your glory in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Praise the Lord. Before you're seated, I want you to look at two or three people and ask them, when's the last time you moved? Then I, I, no, we'll ask them, do you have any intentions of moving? All right. Praise the Lord. And you may go ahead and be seated today. Amen. So subject matter I want to speak, speak on today is transitions or, or changing or moving. Because how many people know as, as when, when you're in the kingdom of heaven, when you're in the kingdom of God, how many people know we need to be moving? We need to be changing. When Jesus was traveling in the Gospels, right, they'd always try to keep him in a certain city because when he went to a certain place and he performed miracles and he impacted and influenced that place, they tried to make him stay. But he said, this gospel must be preached in other kingdoms. Are you hearing me? I need to go. Somebody said, I need to go places. I can't stay here. That's what Jesus, that's what Jesus was saying. God hasn't called me to be stationary. Amen. God has called me to be moving, transitioning. Can you say amen? So the scripture says, beloved, he's talking to you and I. He says, I beg you because you're a pilgrim, because you are a traveler, because you are a mover, come on somebody, uh, to abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul. Now the soul is that part of you and I which contains all our affections, our emotions, our feelings, our dreams, our hopes, our aspirations. That soul is that part of I that, 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 that can be affected or influenced, amen, by the world. It can, we can be moved within our soul. That, that soul is the part of us that, 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 that can be uh, uh, manipulated. Amen. The Bible says that the spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord. So when God wants to move us and, and stir us and inspire us, he does, it, he does it via our spirit, the spirit man. Somebody say, I have a spirit man. All right. He does it by, via our spirit. However, we also have a soul which, which, which can be inspired, in, moved, and influenced, amen, by the world and even by the things of God. Now, the Bible says, because you're a mover, somebody say amen. <laughs> because you're a shaker, amen. Because you're on the move, somebody say amen. All right? Beware, watch out for, 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 for fleshly lusts which war against your soul. So in other words, there are elements in life that will seek to frustrate or conflict or stop you from being able to move. Amen? That want to keep you stationary, motionless. Keep you the, the same. Don't want you to grow. Don't want you to mature. Don't want you to take steps that, that are ad advancing steps. 
Because I'm even though in the kingdom of heaven, we need to be travelers. Amen. In the, in the world, they call, they call them jippos or gypsies. Amen. The tra- traveling people, they, got their, yeah, they, they, they don't have to pay, um, what do you call it? I wasn't going to say that, but anyway, you lost <laughs> All right, praise. <laughs> wow, that's the, you know what, you lot said that faster than you say amen. <laughs> praise the Lord. Now we know how, how some, some of us think. Amen. So we've got to be traveling. In, I'm not even going there now. Let me just leave that one. We've got to be traveling in the, in, in the direction that God is calling us to travel in. You've got to watch out for things that war against your soul. Jesus told the disciples, listen, he said, I must go to Jerusalem. And there, the Pharisees and the Sadducees are going to, they're, they're going to trouble me. I'm going to suffer many things. And I, I'm, going to be, I'm going to be crucified and such. And then Peter piped up and said, no, suffer, it not, suffer that not to happen to you. And, and Jesus said, get me behind me, Satan. For you are not mindful of the things of God. You are mindful of the things of man. So Jesus told the disciples, listen, some, so, so you guys, you're, you're walking by this terrestrial stuff. You're walking according to a, a revelations or feelings or affections. But Jesus says, I'm mindful about what God has for me. Somebody say, I know what God has for me. Tell your neighbor, if you don't know, you're going to have to find out. Because there are, so there are things that, that, so there's a level that we can live at, a terrestrial uh, 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 level that we, we can live at that will keep you stuck, that won't move, that cause you to move forward in the things of God. But, but there is also a level also that, that we can live at and subscribe to or be influenced by that will cause us to live, operate, and move according to how God will want us to move and act. A- amen. So beware of flesh, fleshly lust. James chapter 4, verse 14, another scripture before we get into this, this word on, on transitions. James 4, 14 says, it says that, that our life, our existence here is but a vapor and a mist. Somebody say a vapor and a mist. All right. And then it goes on to say, you're here today. Thank you. And gone tomorrow. Somebody say, tell your neighbor, you're here today. And gone tomorrow. Here today and gone tomorrow. How many people live your life like you're going to be gone tomorrow? How many of you actually, actually like, like consider your life as that like you're going to be gone tomorrow? Some of us are parents intrusion and we think we're going to be that type of parent for the rest of the days of our lives. Now they're, now they're going to get married if they're not married already. And guess what? We're going to be still henpecking them. Trying to do for them. Yeah, why? Because we haven't changed. We haven't transitioned. We haven't realized yet, hey, the role, that I, the, the role and the place that I hold today, today, could very possibly be gone to tomorrow. Come on, someone. We're in jobs, careers, relationships. Yeah, and, we're, and, we're, and we like how they are today, but we consider or we even prepared or ready to move because what we have today could be what? Gone tomorrow. Are you hearing me? The opportunities that you have today, today, could be the trouble that you have today and you're losing your mind. Come on, somebody. Have you even considered, you know, what I'm going through now, this tough, hard, difficult, most impossible time in my life that you're pulling your hair out with and breaking your nails. I don't know what to say about John, breaking, yeah, breaking your nails, yeah. Have you even considered that it'd be gone tomorrow? You've got to be careful how you long things out. So has anybody ever had a bad day? Uh, what, a whole bad day? Or did you have a bad five minutes that you longed it out and stretched it out and made last a day? <laughs> yeah? People say, oh, this has been the worst year of my life. One thing happened to you that lasted all of five minutes. Yeah, but 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 because you're not a mover, you're not a shaker. You're gonna stretch it out. You're gonna live in that place. That little that little fight is like you're stuck in some time warp. Somebody hurt you. Somebody damaged you. Come on, somebody. Still, it impacts you today. Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor. Ask your neighbor. Have you moved? The Bible actually tells us. We should be moving. We, we should be going somewhere. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 8 says, it, 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 it says that, that, that better is the end of a thing than the beginning. 
somebody, some of us are still stuck in our beginnings. Because when you're not moving, how many people know you're not even going towards the end? Are you hearing me? When there's no progress, when there's no advance, come on, so I'm telling you, I'm getting out of this. Change, transitions. Better is an end of a thing. Ends, Lord, get me to the end. Help me to move forward. Come on, somebody. The Bible says that, that, that we should walk. Somebody say walk. There's too much to talk about. I stand in God. <laughs> Some of us sit down in God. We stand in God. I stand in faith. You need to walk in faith. Walk in faith. Bible says, yea, who I walk through the valley. My man's walking. My man is not sitting down murmuring, complaining, grieving. Come on, somebody. Or even celebrating. He's still walking it out. Yea, who I walk through this valley. I walk. I'm on the move. Tell your neighbor, I'm getting ready to move. Amen. I feel like someone's ready to bust a move. Amen. So there ought to be, uh, so I think what I wanted to just get in place is that I wanted us to right, all get to that place that, you know what, I need to be moving. There must be something developing and, and progressing in my, no matter what kind of stance or place I'm in, whether it's a good place or a bad place that I'm in right now or, or a, a, a good position, I still need to be moving. There needs to be growth, progress, advancement. If I'm not going into something, I need to be at least be going through something. And if I'm not going through something, Lord God, let me be coming out of something. But Lord, make sure that we are not stationary. Stationary. Amen? Praise the Lord. Our lives ought to be on, on, a, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a pathway of actualization. We ought to be becoming something. Representing something. Romans 8 says that, that creation is waiting for the manifestation or the revealing of the sons of God. Are you hearing me? And it talks about how the world is it's just falling apart. And the only reason that the world and society is falling apart is because the saints, the church, has stopped manifesting. It's stopped revealing. It's stationary. The church has got traditional. The church has got religious. The church has taken on a form of godliness, and yet it's not expressing or demonstrating the power of God. When, when life and things start to fall apart, and when society is falling apart, when the fabric of society is falling apart, it is only down to a lack of the manifestation of the sons of God. That's you and I. We're not showing up. We're not, we're not taking off our civilian clothes and showing our cape. The S on the chest, saint. You get what I mean? We ought to be actualizing, becoming. Romans 12, verses 2 and 3. Be ye, be, be ye not conformed to this world, but what? Be what? Transformed. Transformed by the renewing of your mind. Something internally should be taking place so that you'll be able to prove and test and, and show what is the good, the pleasing, and perfect will of God. So in, in other words, as we grow, as we walk out and, and manifest Praise the Lord. Imagine if he stayed like that for the next 10 years. That size. Amen. Never growing. Never maturing. Because there's many Christians like that, spiritually speaking. All right. Always wanting somebody to change them. And feed them. Yeah. Running around with their dirty spiritual batty. Ain't feeding themselves. Check it out. Ain't able to feed nobody else or take care of nobody else. Ain't able to break down the gospel and, and, and help somebody else understand something or answer a question. We ain't meant to stay like that. Yeah? When I was a child, I fought, with style, I fought as a child, understood as a child, reasoned as a child. But now that we've become what? Grown up, adults, men, we must put what? childish ways. You see, let me tell you something. That, that's funny because when I've become a man, when I've grown into an adult or a woman, you don't put it away to become that. When you become it, you start putting things away. Now, you didn't get that, did you? You know, you always tell, 
Yeah? When you come of age, you begin to evaluate things in your life and you begin to put away things. You don't put away something to become something. Amen. Someone bless the Lord. Come on with me. Praise the Lord. I'm just gonna so God's given you and I this 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 eternal life. Even even eternal life is transitional. Because the Bible says the end of a thing is better than its beginning. So when you when you got saved and God gave you eternal life, even though it ain't finished yet. You you're you're fused, you're 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 connected, you're in Christ, Christ is in you. You're walking with God. You're here walking. By hopefully, we're walking. <laughs> we're walk. You're walking with God. You're walking. The Bible says, "Walk by what? Faith." It don't say stand or sit down. It's a walk, live. It's it's something that's animated. And faith means that that you're 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 hearing God. You're sensing God, and you're responding to God. Your your life is in dialogue with God. You are engaging God. It's not some dead thing, inanimate thing. That's what it means to walk by faith. Because faith comes by what? Hearing. And hearing by what? The word of God. So there's a, a relationship. You're hearing God speak to your life. Whether it be here now, whether it be uh, 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 via some other medium or you're sitting down at home, you're, you're praying, you're fasting, you're reading the word, you're, you're walking, you're on the bus and you're just, you're, just in, they're, they're, you're just in tune. Amen. You're living by the what? Spirit. Amen. The Bible says that those that are born by the Spirit should what? Live by the Spirit. In other words, if you, you don't see a fish trying to live outside the water. Because it, it, it wasn't born outside the water. It wasn't born in the atmosphere that, 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 that was lacking H2O, water. It had to stay in that environment so that it can move. The Bible says in him we live, we move and, and breathe and have our being. So if we're not in Christ, if we're not in that environment, if we're not in that atmosphere, if we're not engaging the, 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 the spirit of God, how many people know we're going to start gulping and dying and we're not going to be moving right? Tell you never live by the spirit. So eternity is transitional too. So much, so much so that, that it, it's, it's going to, oh, hallelujah. Tell you never it's going to get better. Because right now, you and I have it, 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 eternal life. I like that, that. I think it's a, a Lion King song. I'm going to ask Shannon to do it one day. He lives in me. <laughs> he lives in you. Is that how it goes? Yeah, so nice, it's nice. I just, I just like it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, eternity is, is you walking, is you, you're, you're already saved. You're a, ch a child of God. That, that, that's settled. But it's about to get better. Because people think you have to wait until you die to experience eternity. Now, eternity is a life, is, is, is the life you're living, is what you breathe now, it's how you, it's how you act, it's who you are. Are you hearing me? But it does get better, it does transition to the point right now where we, we're, living, we're living our eternal life. There are things that you can do that normal Joe Blogs can't do. You can get out of a boat and walk on water. Amen. You can call those things that aren't as though they are. Amen. You could pray and make, and make a difference in this world. Are, are you hearing me? Praise the Lord. Things that might burn somebody else won't burn you. Amen. Things that you get yourself caught, caught up in and got to get yourself out, the same as somebody else, it will work for them for worse. <laughs> but because you've got et eternal life, it works better for you. Because God causes all things to work for good. Amen. For those that, who love him and according to his purpose. Tell your neighbor, I've got eternal life. And when your spirit does leave the body that you are in, the Bible says we, 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 go to, we go even to a next level of eternity. Because right now we can feel pain. Right now we can cry. Right now we get tired. Right, come on somebody. But the Bible says that there's a place now in eternity still where there's no more weeping, no more crying, no, 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 no more sickness, no more disease. Yes, somebody say hallelujah. So the point I'm getting at is even in our eternal state right now, we're moving towards something. And the end of it is better than our beginning. Amen? Praise the Lord. Three steps to transitions I want us to, to, to change in and to living out life in the kingdom of God. Because even though in the kingdom of God, we've got to be about influence. God didn't call us to stay one place. 
to be just to be the same yesterday and today and forevermore. The only person that's allowed to be the same yesterday, today, and forevermore is God. Oh, God bless all two of you. Amen. We always want other people to change, but we we ain't ready. <laughs> Why don't you grow up? Why don't you take out the rubbish bag? Why do you keep leaving stuff like anyway? I'm getting flashbacks. Hallelujah. Amen. Just three points I want to I want to touch on before we close we, we, cl- we close today. These are, this is not e- exhaustive. These are just uh, three points that I've taken out and I feel led to speak on today. First one is called break camp. Somebody say break camp. The break camp means that you take down a tent or or, or a encampment. And you get ready to leave, you get ready to move forward, and you get ready to progress. Somebody say, break camp. To camp now means that, that, that you or I have set up a temporary, somebody said temporary, temporary accommodation of huts, tents, or other structures typically used by soldiers, refugees, or traveling people. Amen? And then when it's time to move, whatever they have constructed has to be what? Broken down. Somebody said, broken down. Hallelujah. Jesus told the Pharisees, he, said, he says in Mark 7, 13, he says, he says, you guys, man, you guys are so traditional. You guys are so religious that you, that you cancel out. You make void the word of God to your life because of traditions that you've handed down. In other words, when the Bible says in John 1 that Jesus came to his own, but his own received him not. Why? Because they were camped out with a religious traditional mindset living how they how they went about life what they and they were they were they were unwilling to open themselves to the newness that God was bringing to their lives personally personally there are many areas of our lives that we will be challenged to break camping we need to we'll be challenged to break break camp in terms of our mentality our attitudes at home and work, how you handle relationships, even how you respond with your conduct. Are you, how many people know God will come to you, Jesus will come to you and say, listen, I need you to think different. I need you to respond different. I want you to act different. And just like those, those, those Pharisees, uh, the word of God comes to us, but we got our traditions. We set out, we've made a camp in how we're going to respond. Uh, we've, uh, let me give you an example. Uh, okay, tithes and offerings. Uh, we, we need, let's break, let's burn that camp. <laughs> Amen. When we say tithes and offering, man, everyone's got the same, not everyone. Most people got the same faith, man. It's like you set yourselves up, man, to just resist anything that comes. I don't care what that preacher says. I don't care how he breaks the word down. I don't care what revelation he brings. I've made it in my mind to just, just give this misery to pee. Yeah, I already know what I'm bringing. Take never break camp. I'm just using it as a, an analogy. I know you guys ain't like that. You, you, you give us of the highest order. Amen. And praise the Lord. <laughs> but you get you get me. So Jesus comes, but they got they've got things set. All right, they got their, their, how they're going to respond, how they're going how they're going to act. Deuteronomy chapter 1, verses 6 to 7, the Bible says, The Lord our God said to us at Horeb, You have stayed long enough at this mountain, break camp, and advance into the hill country of the Amorites to all the neighboring people in Arabah, in the mountains, in the western hills, in Negev, and along the coast of the land of the, the Canaanites, and to Lebanon as far as the great river Euphrates. See, I have given you this land. Go in, take possession of the land that the Lord your God swore to give to your father. So God is saying, you need to break camp. I need you to tear down everything that you set up right, right now and, and, and move forward. There's things that I have for you. Sometimes we camp in the camp of inadequacy. You set up this camp and it, and, and for, for a season of your life, but that season is now, tell me seasons are supposed to come and go. Yours just came and stayed. <laughs> Are you hearing me? Tell your neighbor, seasons are supposed to come and go. Yeah? Why is yours still here? 
Why do you still live a life that you says you can't be this and you will never be this or you'll never get out of that and you camped over here in this inadequate place? Well, it wasn't. All, yeah, it may have been good last season, but it's not good for you this season. Whatever was taking place in your life back then, and, and you know, some people know we, we gravitate to want to make something temporary a, a permanent structure. God says, now you dwelt here long enough. Break camp. Yeah, 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 but, 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 but you know how my low self-esteem. People camp, oh, we, people love to camp there. My, 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 this is as far as I can go. This is my, I don't think I'll be able to achieve this. I'm, oh, hallelujah. Are you, you getting me? Somebody say I'm breaking camp. Paul was challenged to break camp. And it's easy to say to look at the negative things in the Apostle Paul. It's easy to look at the negative things in our lives and, and say, well, I need to break camp from that. Yeah, I need to break camp from that. But how do you know sometimes it's the positive things in our lives that can make us camp and hinder and frustrate? Because sometimes the positive things, our soul gravitates. It's a fleshly lust. I like this. I'm accustomed to this. I like the way you treat me. Paul says, the Apostle Paul says in Philippians 3, he says, he says, forgetting those things that are behind. How many know what's the things that were that are behind or we're in now? They're not always bad things. But it could be a worldly thing, a worldly lust, something that we have gravitated towards. But remember Jesus said, I'm walking by a different revelation. I'm, I need to sense and hear God, what God wants for my life. Can you say Amen. And God told these people, break camp, I've got more for you. Your life as a child of God is, is our lives are supposed to be more influential. We need some bad research. More influential. I mean, I mean sometimes we get, we get tired of looking at some of our family members. They're not saved. And we're waiting for God to save them. But little did you know, God's waiting for you and I. To break camp. Are you hearing me? The destiny of nations, of people, of households lies within you and I. That's a good place to say amen. amen. Somebody says, I'm responsible. See that? Now, now say it. Say, I am responsible for, for, for people's salvations. Now say it like you mean it. I am responsible. You know, when, when, when people ask, when Moses said, who should I tell them send me? God said, just tell them, I am that I am. I am that I am. Praise the Lord. Now that's breaking camp, isn't it? That's, that's breaking out of a mindset. That's breaking out of an attitude. That's breaking out. When you say that, you're saying, you know, you, you know what? That within you, intrinsic within you, yeah, lies the, the potential, the power to affect people's eternal destiny. Lord have mercy. How many of you got brothers and sisters? Come on. Aunts and uncles, nieces. How many of you got, got parents? Or had parents? Come on. Yeah. Break camp. Sometimes things are good. And God will call you from something good. To go through something bad. So that you can end up with something better. Oh, you didn't hear me. Sometimes God will call you from something good yeah, to go through something bad so that you can end up with something better. Why? Because better is the end of a thing than its beginning. Oh, Lord have mercy. Let me put that, let me put that one out there again. Sometimes God will call you from something good so that you have to go through something bad so that you can end up with something better. Amen. Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor, I'm, I'm ready to break camp. Say, I'm even ready to leave something good and go through something bad so that I can have better. Amen. What is God saying to you for your life and your purpose? Now, sometimes, don't think big, my life. You know, but 
See, some people, many times the Christians will say, we're called to reach the world. I mean, even though your world is where your footsteps. That's the world. That's the world. The world, the environment you go into, that's the world for you and I. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Say, I'm called to reach the world. All right. That, that place where you work, that place where you, where, where you live, that home, those relationships, those people you come into contact with, that's the world. People you sit next to on the, or the bus, on the, on, on the train, or the plane, or the helicopter, if you're like me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Some of us live at a different level, but don't be a hater. <laughs> don't be a, I ain't bragging. <laughs> Amen. Are you, are you in the faith? Some people say, I got the faith. <laughs> but are you in the faith? The Bible says that we should evaluate ourselves to see whether we are in the faith. And the Bible also says, whatever don't come by faith is what? Sin. Amen? In other words, we're falling short. We're missing the mark. We're missing something in life. Ask neighbor, are you in the faith? Or are you just one of them people that call yourself a Christian? Because there's a big difference. Ask them again, are you in the faith? Or do you just call yourself a Christian? Because the Bible says it in James, it says faith without works is dead. Ask, in other words, are you a religious monument? Are you... Are you, you know, ask your neighbor, are you some kind of form of godliness? But are you denying the power that's in you? Yeah? Are you denying God's expression of power that can exude through your life? You know what? Let's get personal. Say, ask them, do you even pray? Do you even get up? Do you read your word? Do you do a bit extra outside of Sunday to enhance or, uh, and to nurture the divine potential inside of you? Amen? That's what the Bible says. Evaluate yourself to see if you are in the faith or are you falling short. Listen to me. You and I are incredible people. We are incredible people. You are the very oracle of the living God. Oh, you didn't, you, you didn't, it's through you that the gospel is preached. God, whenever the last time you see an angel preach the gospel and lead somebody to look to the Lord? No, it's humanity. It's the sons of God. And the world only falls apart when the sons of God are asleep. Amen? Next point. Just two more. Are you in a state of readiness, preparedness, and expectation? Are you ready? Readiness is, is the quality of being able or willing to do something. Your state of readiness is something uh, uh, that has to do with how, how prepared you are too. Are you ready? Amen? Classic scripture is that, how many of you are familiar with the, the story of the, the, the ten virgins? Five foolish and five wise. And, and, and I'm not going to stay there long, but... And they had these lamps, and they had to keep them filled with oil. And much is said about the five foolish virgins. And we've heard many messages about the five foolish virgins, how they let their oil run low, and, and, they, didn't have, they, and they didn't have light or the light, and they missed out on moving forward. God showed up. The, the, the bridegroom showed up. But they missed out and they were locked out, effectively, of, on, on progress, not taking their lives to another level. So, let's forget them for now. Let's focus on the wise versions. Mm. Somebody say, I'm wise. Wisdom, to be wise, means that you have the truth. But you also means you make it and apply it correctly. If you have the truth but 
but you don't do nothing with it, that's just knowledge. Wisdom is the correct application of truth. Does that make sense? The truth is, if you put your hand in fire, you're going to get burnt. So wisdom tells me, keep it out. <laughs> Does that make sense? All right, so there's knowledge and there's wisdom. So watch this. So the Bible tells us that these five foolish, five foolish and five wise, and the five wise, it says that they kept their oils filled with lamp, filled, filled with oil. They were, they, how many know they were prepared and they were ready? They, you can say that they were, they, they were the type of, type, type, type of people, man, that they, that they were, not only were they prepared, not only were they ready, this is the quality I want to draw from this, but they were also expecting. I think that's a quality that could be missing from the church today, from you and I today. We get prepared, but we're not expecting. Are you hearing me? We pray, but we really don't expect a move of God. Are you hearing me? We give, but we really don't, don't expect a move of God. Are you, are you hearing me? We believe, well, I'm believing God for this, I'm believing God for that, but do we really, are we really, it's like I'm believing God for a house, but you're not even saving 10 pounds a month. Are, are you hearing me? Real expectation will have trust in God. Or, or, or we allow ourselves to be intimidated because these days you need a 10,000 or 20,000 uh, pound deposit to even get a house. Yeah? I'm just using this as an analogy. This could work somewhere else in your life. Yeah? So you don't even start save save because what's 10 pound? Let me tell you something. God fed 5,000 plus people with five loaves and two fish. I've always been a believer. Just I, I don't, You don't have to have whatever people have. All you need to have is some faith. And God will say, show me your faith. Show me your 10 pound. But God, I need 10, 20, 30,000 pounds. God said, I don't need to see that. I just need to know that you're believing and expecting me to show up, for God to show up somehow, some way, but let me see your 10 pound. Show me, show me your works, that you've truly been expecting me to move. That's how, them two, that's how God moves. Trust me on that one, because that's how I've seen him move. Amen? Because it's impossible to please God, the Bible says, without faith. And I'm a great believer in, in them, in CSI. You ever watched them? Them, them, them? them forensic people. Your faith should be able to be inspected. Yeah, Grissom and all them boys should be able to come. <laughs> right? And take you, take you and, and look at the evidence in your life to see if you really got faith. To really, to, and, and not only that, well, I go to church. This, let me tell you something. Sometimes God show up and people miss God. Yeah? They miss God. Yeah? Some people miss God because they didn't come to church. Some people come to church and they're in the presence of God, but they still miss God. Because they didn't expect God to show up. They done their thing, their traditional religious thing but there was no expectation. They, they even had their lamps filled with oil, but they didn't expect him to show up. They weren't listening or hearing. The Bible, Jesus says, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Will he, not will he just find people moving and, and, and doing things, but will he find people looking for him? I expect a breakthrough. I expect God to show up and show off and show out. I expect salvation in my, I expect it. I don't know how, which way it's going to come, especially with my lot. <laughs> but I expect God. Are you, are, you, are, you, are you hearing me? If you've got that kind of attitude, you, we expect God. Amen? Lastly. Praise the Lord. You ready to move? Ask your neighbor, are you comfortable? You feel good? Tell them you need to be learn how to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Because Christians these days, Lord have mercy, we are too comfortable. 
You know, Jesus says, pick up your cross. And we're the type of, our generation is the type of Christians these days, the type, we, we want to go in and get our designer cross. One, one that's been smoothed out. Come on, somebody. Some, some of us got like, our crosses are all blinged out. Yeah, pimp my cross. <laughs> yeah. Make sure that when it fits on your back, it fits on the, it, it matches your shoulder. You don't want to be uncomfortable. Yeah. God, uh, uh, where's God leading you? Uh, uh, it depends where the thickest mattress is. Because that's how the will of God is for many of us. Oh, you didn't hear me. So Jesus, some guy said he wanted to follow Jesus. Jesus said, listen, foxes have holes. holes. The birds of the air have nests. But the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. You know, when, when God is, is, is quick, is, speaks to us and, and quickens us, uh, we, we're looking for something com- comfortable. We, we want to get the right hole and the right nest. Are you hearing me? I think it's Matthew, can't find, I think it's Matthew 7. 7, can't find it, but it's Matthew 7, probably, to, uh, yeah, Matthew 7. To, Jesus says, listen, broad is the way that leads to destruction. Wide. But the place that leads to life is narrow and straight. In, 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 in other words, when, when you're moving with God and, and you're sensing what God wants to do in your life or any relationship or even a job or, 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 or a career or God is calling you to a ministry or to accomplish something, watch out for looking for being comfortable. Start looking for what is comfortable. Start looking for what fits you. Look and find what, what God says he wants for you. It's not about your personal taste. Yeah? And there has to be an intentional determination from you, from me, when, when, when we sense and hear God. And, and listen, the, the devil's going to give you a fleshly lust, which will war, be contrary. It will fight against you moving as a pilgrim and a traveler. It starts to use your personal taste. I don't like him, I don't like her. I don't want to go into that. I don't want anything to do with that. I'm not speaking with them. I don't want to work here for him or for her. Yeah, because you're looking for somewhere comfortable, not somewhere to grow or where God can use you. Come on, somebody. Or where God can show forth his power. You want somewhere that, that's, that's what we do. We, you want somewhere that's, where you could be strong. God can't use you when you're strong. I said, God can't use you where you're strong. That's your way. I need some weak people. The Bible says that his strength is made perfect. In what? In our weakness. That's where he gets to show himself to you and to the world. In your weakness. Are you hearing me? But, but that, that's not me. I can't go and speak to that person. I, I can't go and do this. I can't start believing or praying for this. It's the things that will war against you from, 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 from being great, whether it's in that home, in that relationship. I, I want to stir and stoke some of you today, man. To, you know what? Some of you got brothers, you got sisters, you got family, you got, you got friends. Save them in the name of Jesus. Rise up inside, inside of you and say, you know what? I'm going to see them come to the Lord. I'm going to start carrying my cross. And because I'm, I know it's like to believe for some people that are hard to believe for. But look, let's look for the, the, the easy ones. <laughs> Talk to them. Speak to them. But, but they don't. Who cares? God will use your weakness. Amen? Praise the Lord. Don't look. Tell your neighbor, it's, learn to be comfortable. Being uncomfortable. Because God calls you differently. Second Timothy chapter 1, verses 8 and 9, as we close, Paul says, join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. So, join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. Not by your power, but by the power of God. There's a life. There's an attitude, there's a mindset, there's, me- there's a mentality, there is a conduct, there is a behavior, there are responses that have to be all come by the power of God. As we sense and hear God, you're an influencer. 
You're not some stagnant pool. Jesus said, out of you should come what? Rivers. Not some pool that just sits there stagnant and still and motionless, but something that is flowing and fluid and animated. That's you. Can you say amen? That's you. Amen. I want to encourage you today in, in the Lord, by the grace of God, by the Spirit of God. Go ahead, go ahead and stand. Take never bus and move. If you haven't moved yet, it's time to move. Think like somebody. Paul said this. He says, you know what? In order to win here, I become like the Jews. To order to win the Jews, I become like the Jews. In order to those under law, I become like them. Those not who were without law, I become. He was dynamic. He was ready to flex in any situation or circumstances. He was ready to mold and shape himself to seize hold of destiny. And by destiny, I mean what your life can accomplish with God's power. Every time you pray, that's you saying, God, I'm weak. Every time you read your word, that's God saying, that's you saying, God, I'm weak. And you're making yourself available for his power. Every time you cry before God, that's you saying, God, I'm weak. But he's making his power available. Every time you ask for help, that's you saying, I'm weak. Funny thing is, every time you say you're weak to God, you actually end up being strong. That's how it works. Amen. Come on, just lift your hands in this place. Lift your hands to God, to your Father in heaven and begin to pray. You begin to pray. You begin to speak. Come on. You're not that, you're not that, that little baby. You've got to start praying for yourself. You've got to start opening your heart, your mouth, and start talking about the issues and the challenges that are inside your life. It ain't always about come and pray for me. Pray according to how God spoke to you. Like, That's it, church become his people, become his children don't just be a monument don't just have a form of godliness but speak that's it, pray talk to the Lord, yes talk to him how he spoke to you today relate to him engage him it's time to break camp it's time to make some changes it's time to get ready for some changes it's time to sense God it's time to be ready to do the hard things, the tough things This is what the people of God do. They connect with their heavenly father. You don't need a man to intercede for you. The spirit of God, he dwells in you. He's your teacher. Ask God to sensitize you so that you just won't walk with what is comfortable in your life. That you'll be ready to engage even some tough, hard times so that things can get better. It's time to step up and step out. Time to walk. Time to walk. I want to encourage you. Come out of your seat as a prophetic action and just walk. Walk around or walk to the altar. Just walk. Come on, right now, begin to walk. Come on. That's how you're going to live out your life. You're going to live it walking, not standing in place. You're going to walk. Sometimes your walk would be your talk. Sometimes your talk would be your walk. That's it. Walk around. That's, this is what it's going to be. You're walking to places. You're walking to destiny. You walk. You're walking to your workplace. You're walking to your family. Sometimes your walk is your prayer life. You're going to walk it. You're going to walk it. You're going to walk by faith. You sleep and rise by faith. You pray by faith. You sense and hear God for your family, for your house, or your sense and hear and hear God for your neighbors and for the nations. You're sensing here, God, for people you don't even know. You, you've only seen them at work. The influence and the fragrance of the kingdom and the power of God will be expressed through your life. No longer will you be a person that has a form, a monument of, of godliness. 
and deny his power the power grace of God shall be expressed through your life in Jesus name may there be a fresh and a release and an unfolding of the anointing of the grace of God in your life and through your life may have came in one way but you're leaving another way yes Lord an increased prayer life in the name of Jesus a devotional life in the name of Jesus greater consecration in the name of Jesus greater boldness in the name of Jesus break camp break camp weeping may have endured but it's your morning this is your morning You've been weeping, you've been mourning. But this is your morning, this is your morning time now. This is time to wake up to a freshness that God's bringing to your life. we just bless you in this place we thank you for your word to our lives to our hearts to our lives to our very existence we bless you we give you the honor and the glory may that which you've spoken to our lives and our hearts rest and abide in the good soil of our hearts may it take root and bear fruit to your honor to your glory may your word resonate may it echo Lord may we be reminded of it Lord through the week Heavenly Father and may we take it on board may we assimilate it and appropriate it internalize it and make it applicable to our very existence. May it become flesh and be lived out, materialize. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, Amen. Come on, put your hands together for the word of the Lord. Hallelujah.